Welcome back to A Thousand Miles Apart. I am Stephanie. And I am Takara. And this is our podcast where we talk about any and everything. Uh, We are two best friends for the past 24 years who really live a thousand miles apart. Um, We are happy you're back with us. We have some things to talk about. Uh, Steph, you want to start us off? Yes, ma'am. So jumping right into it. Um, if you're on Instagram or into reading blogs, you may have heard of a story about Little Boosie. Little Boosie's a rapper. I think he's from Louisiana. Anywho, mm-hmm. he went on this rant on Instagram Live. I don't know who the heck he was talking to, but he made mention of him getting oral sex from a grown woman for his 12-year-old son and 13-year-old nephew. I believe that's their ages. And it caused quite an outrage. You know, some some people clapped back at him. Um, he even tried to defend it. But to me, it was the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, I have three sons. They're one, my oldest is almost 16. I have a 12 year old, nine year old. Nothing in how I was raised or how I think leads me to believe that I need to initiate my children into manhood by getting a grown woman to give them oral sex. In my opinion, it's statutory rape. Um, you paid someone to rape your child, and yeah, and as a as a girl, I know for damn sure my mom would never say, okay, Steph, it's time for you to become a woman. I got this man here. He's going to break you in. The hell? Like, where do they do that at? So I'm going to pause for a sec, let you jump into car before I get too deep into my thoughts. Okay, so I heard about it when, you know, he had his little Instagram rant or whatever. I heard people, of course, I'm always on Facebook. So up and down my timeline, people are talking about it. And I'm just like, ugh, I don't follow Lil Boosie. It is Lil, right? It's Lil. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't follow him. I know that um, he's one of those uh, rappers that is real heavy into social media, like um, Plies, right? They both kind of almost have this same shtick I think but Lil Boosie has been kind of controversial in his attitudes towards how uh, D. Wade is raising his son Mm -hmm. Um, or you know I'm not sure because I don't keep up on certain things I'm not sure if his son identifies as a girl so I'm going I'm not sure so I'm going to say right now And feel free to correct me. I can Google it in a minute. But right now, I believe that his son is still his son and not his daughter. Okay? I don't want to get flamed for being ignorant right now. I think he is identifying as a girl right now. Okay. What'd you say the name was? Zaya or Zaya? Zaya? Okay. All right. So he has severe criticisms about how D-Wade is raising his daughter. Right? Um, I don't, I usually don't care about what people do with their children as long as they're not hurting them. Mm-hmm. Put a roof over their head, keep them fed, and don't do any kind of crazy, deliberate psychological damage to them so that society has to try and fix them when they're adults, right? Um, in my opinion, Boosie is doing that. He is not only facilitating the rape of these two there does he have custody of his nephew i have no idea because i i mean it's just where is he raising him or whatever point being he is uh a parental figure obviously in his nephew's life in some form to have facilitated this 
sexual activity. Um, first of all, the woman is disgusting. Um, the woman is disgusting. I'm not saying she's more disgusting than Boosie. I am saying she is equally as disgusting for going along with it. She's a prostitute, but you can bet your bottom dollar she's not um, some regular old corner hooker, okay? This is somebody that Boosie knows that he paid to do this to these children. Um, my overall opinion of it, I agree with you, it absolutely is rape. Um, you are setting these children up for, I mean, I don't want to say a lifetime of being screwed in the head, but you are definitely confusing them. Mm-hmm. Like they, they don't even know what's really going on with their own bodies. A lot of times teenagers have to come into their own with themselves. Like they're hormonal. They, they don't even really know what triggers certain reactions in their own bodies. And here you are taking the initiative to force something on them that you don't really know if they're ready for. It's gross. It's so gross. And these poor boys, you know what? I, I don't care if they got a kick out of it. I really don't care because when it comes down to it in their adults or their young adults or their teenagers, real teens, older teens, whatever, they're going to think back on it and realize that they were violated and something was taken from them that they can't get back. Agreed. I think, too, you, you teach your kids in doing this two, two different things. One, this is some weird rite of passage, right? So now I'm grooming my son to think that at 12, 13 years old, you're supposed to get oral sex from some older woman, right? Some older woman is supposed to break you in. So then this cycle continues, 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 continues. I don't know how this nephew's parents feel, but we also don't know if that's something that they find to be normal too, right? For their age. Mm -hmm. And then two, what are you teaching your son about how to look at women? You know, like, so now you're, you already have expressed some homo homo um, phobic thoughts online, and that's right. a whole nother thing. But now you're teaching your son, I don't have to respect a woman. She's she's just an object. She's just here to slob my knob because that's her job, right? But mm-hmm. where's the respect factor? Like I was telling you before, when my twelve year old son came to me and we randomly had this this talk about sex, right? He did it. He, like he told me little things that he heard from his friends and stuff. They don't they don't do sex ed in school and all that stuff. So like our talks had been about you know what your body goes through and all that other stuff. And when he made mention of the conversation that he had with his friends, we got a little bit more scientific. You know the penis, the vagina, the act itself. What happens when the sperm meets the egg? And this child's like eggs. Girls have eggs. Like they lay eggs like chickens. Like oh, <laughs> that's my oh, twelve year old, you know. <laughs> so, and knowing that my own child is saying a statement like that, if his father was to ever be like, "All right, now, son, it's time to break you in as a man," he's not an effing man. You know what I mean? He thinks that women are laying eggs, and now I have to clarify mm-hmm. this stuff to explain why our eggs exist. You know what I mean? And that it's not the same so thing that I mean, right? He like, he's I, a smart it's, it's not about age maturity it's about right. mental maturity right like that's the thing like you are screwing your like you're stunting your son's growth and as far as being able to respect the opposite sex because you have now shown him this is what she's good for you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I'm just gonna pay her however much it costs she's gonna come service you and go back home you're a man now this child's not a man like it scares me like what else are you going to teach your kid that's going to put somebody else's daughter in danger in the future right I think um I mean the re- I think the reason why I kind of brought up D Wade's daughter is because I also wanted to uh relate what Boosie did to his homophobia. Mm. Um, 
and some people say that oh I don't believe in um, gay like black I don't believe black men can't be gay blah 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 whatever excuse me I'm just going to take the scientific take on it and say that like it's a, a certain percentage of every race every culture whatever people are gay period it's not about what happened in the past is not about that it's this is gen- like it's in you that's how you're born period um and not just gays anything on the spectrum of sexuality okay i keep trying to put disclaimers on stuff because i feel like people are gonna come for me and i don't want to come off as super ignorant but anyway Cara, it's episode four we haven't made it yet. We haven't made it yet. Speak your mind. You know, listen, listen. When we become rich and famous off of our podcast, 10 years down the line, somebody is going to dig up episode four and they are going to cancel me. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> They're going to cancel me. Just keep going but, until then. Say how you feel. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... Um, I think this is more about Boosie than about his his kids, his nephew and his son. I think this is more about his own feelings of insecurity. Um, he very well could have seen something because I do believe in the black community that black men and women are way more homophobic. In my just just from my own experiences, like what I have seen especially on Facebook, certain things, there tends to be like, at least we're more vocally homophobic than what I've seen other cultures do. And then people will compare and say, well, in Nigeria or, you know, in certain countries in Africa, they kill you if they find out you're gay. Well, we're in the United States. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So anyway, this is about Boosie's insecurity. This is, he could have seen his son or something i don't know do like pick up pick up a doll pick up a doll and play with like a a, a little sibling of his or something and make like a high pitched voice and that's it that could have triggered something in him that said oh my son not going to be a f word and then he and put this mess into action somebody is something caught him about these boys that said I need to do something to make sure they don't come out gay sorry Boosie but at 12 and 13 Mm -hmm. you don't know what they're going to be in the future and having them raped by a prostitute is not going to help them figure it out not at all and when I was watching the video he went on to deflect back to the audience so people in the audience um on the instagram live you know they're saying you know how this is wrong so he puts it on the women well what what age did y'all did y'all lose your virginity when'd you get your first piece of dick and does it matter like irrelevant totally irrelevant because normally when people lose their virginity or engage in any kind of sexual activity it's because they choose to not because their daddy brought a, a woman over to suck them off exactly so, yeah so he's reading through the ages right and he's just so ignorant he's reading through the ages people are putting 15 16 24 18 19 like just all kinds of random ages because people are answering mm-hmm. him and mm-hmm. he's he's almost like congratulating the women who put lower ages and shaming the women who put older ages you don't know people's personal reasons for not having sex at an early age or having any kind of sexual activity oh at an God, early there age. There are diseases out here, okay? Girl, if are real. If there is any one reason to keep your genitals to yourself, it is all these nasty diseases out here, okay? Hey. And there's, <clears> there's so many things out here that you can't get rid of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not whatever but anywho so i just found him to be extremely ignorant and i don't think he appreciated being judged on site but you chose to go on on your public platform and for no good reason and this is coming from someone who just saw a clip of a clip 
But for no good reason, you put it out there that you got a grown woman to give oral sex to your son and your nephew. You're irresponsible. Like that that's it. You're ir- irresponsible, you're insecure, and you it's not fair to your kid and to your nephew for you to project that those insecurities onto them. Like that's stupid. It it is. Do you think that and I guess I want to I'm going to segue this into something because okay. it's going to be, it, it relates a little bit, but I did want to ask one more question in regards to uh, Mr. Lil Boosie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do you think that there should be legal repercussions for what he did? I wondered if there could be, and I do think there should be. I do think that the, the woman involved definitely should be punished and I think he should be punished because you you slutted out your child to a grown woman when it comes to like sex workers or whatever I'm not shaming anybody for doing what they want to do with their own body especially you know especially if they're consenting to it but this is another whole issue in regards to this story is that these children are minors. They are children. They are not old enough to consent to this type of behavior, especially with an adult. They're just not old enough, it, which makes it illegal. And he unsolicited volunteered this information to us so volunteer your ass down to the station and tell them what you did and why you did it and you know what in the culture we're in now who knows he may actually get a pat on the back for that shit i mean that that's just the way it is now it's really really strange how certain behaviors are considered acceptable and Mm. i'm not talking about in regards to men or women but really when you think about it what man is in let's talk about a father what man is going to set it up for his daughter like that it's not going to happen that would have never happened oh maybe it'll happen in those uh crazy mormon offshoots like you know the ones with the polygamy things Mm -hmm. that's where it happens that's where it happens it doesn't happen with the rest of society like regular society that's not regular what he did oh okay bring it on down bring it on down (laughs) um I know, I know. It's just so annoying. I I feel like most people would find that annoying. I think too many people would laugh that it happened because they think it's, oh, hey, little buddy. That's right, little buddy. How'd you like it? Oh, no, it's not fucking funny. Oh, pardon. It's not funny. You're you're setting those poor kids up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway, bring it down again. I don't think little Boosie would appreciate our unsolicited advice. I don't believe that he appreciated all of the unsolicited advice that he received, but I wanted to know what people thought about unsolicited advice in general. Um, For example, you are trying on a dress with a friend. Well, you know what? You're trying on a dress by yourself. You are going out to the mirror that's like in a more public area and you're looking at the dress and you're saying you know what this is kind of cute this is good and some lady comes up that you don't know and she says oh the dress is beautiful honey make sure you go get yourself a girdle girdle make sure you you know it'll just it'll smooth you out okay and then you uh, you go back into the dressing room depressed because you didn't realize you looked like you were seven months pregnant in that dress. But that was none of her business. And she offered you her advice unsolicited. And this goes across all kinds of stuff. But what do you think? Because I, I don't want unsolicited advice. Honestly, it, when it's given to me unsolicited, most of the time I completely ignore it. I'm just going to be honest. I completely ignore what people are saying to me because I didn't ask for your opinion. Mm -hmm. I feel that in the 
in my life, I have had my badass moments. And some of my badass moments have come from people speaking on things that I've done where I didn't ask you how you felt about what I'm doing. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to be for real. Like, don't, don't, don't offer me your advice, especially if after I've done something, like if I come to you and I confide in you and I'm asking you for your advice, that's cool. I want it then. Right. So quick story. Right. I was in, I think I was in like my mid twenties and I went through this tattoo phase. Right. I, I got like a whole bunch of tattoos in a matter of months and I loved it. Like they're colorful, they're expressive, they mean something to me, blah, 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 blah. So anywho, I I had, I think I had two kids at the time. I only had two kids at the time. And, you know, I was feeling myself, right? I had um, bounced back, so to speak, and was feeling really good about how I looked. And Mm -hmm. my mom had already had a fit when she saw my first tattoo. Went home to visit her. I got a flower on my left leg. And what the hell is that, Stephanie? You shouldn't um, (laughs) defile your body in this way. I can't rub it off. That ink is in my skin, love. That's there forever. (laughs) And unless you're going to pay for me to get it removed, it stays. Right? So I knew it was going to piss her off. Or whatever. You're doing all this stuff. You're showing your, your skin in weird ways. I don't know why you're doing this. Like, just going on and on and on in her mom way. So I show up to um, South Carolina for a family reunion. And I'm like, you know what, husband? I'm going to piss everybody off. Right? So <laughs> this is when my badass stuff comes in. Because first, you tell me I shouldn't get tattoos. I'm defiling my body. All this other stuff. I didn't ask you anything. I didn't even ask you how you liked it. I asked you for some lotion for my legs. Because I need my <laughs> tattoo to shine, lady. Right? Anywho, get there. I got on a halter top and some shorts. And, well, not a halter top. Is it a halter top if you tie it? I think it is a halter top if you tie it around the neck. Yeah. Uh, I buy clothes. I don't know what they call. Anywho, <laughs> back out. Right? Walking around. Got a baby on my hips. A baby holding my hand. Walking into my grandmother's house, my father was like, you just like to piss us off, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about that? He was like, you know your mom's going to say something when she see your back. I was like, but it's dope, right? He was like, yeah, it looks really nice, though. Like, he was fine. <laughs> he never had a tattoo a day in his life. But he was fine with it because I'm also a responsible adult. So, anywho... Get out the car, walking towards my grandmother's house, my mother and one of my aunts. What the hell did you do to your body? What the hell? Oh. You got these tattoos on your legs, all over your back. Your whole back is covered. You could never wear your back out in a wedding dress now. You can't be in anybody's wedding. You can't even be in your own. Bitch, what? I'm sorry. Excuse me? <laughs> so then... It, bo- it rolls into all kinds of stuff, how I am as a person, you know, who's going to take you seriously with these tattoos over your back? What kind of job do you expect to get with these tattoos all over your body? First of all, I walked in here with the father of my two kids that are on me. Like, I got right. somebody. He ain't turned <laughs> off by it. In fact, he was there when I got my tattoos. As I was getting mine, he was getting his. So let's start and end there on that topic. And furthermore, I have a job. I've got tattoos strategically placed where I can hide it for work because I had already thought through how people would perceive me professionally for where I want to go in corporate America. So yeah, no one's seen my back out because that's against dress code. So I'm good. Oh, you should never do that. Oh, you just ruined your life. How could you? How could you? That don't look good. You don't look nice. Pull on a sweater. It's South Carolina in July. Who wearing a damn sweater? <laughs> who's wearing happen. this sweater? Auntie, mother, who's wearing this sweater? Long story short, I had to learn how to block them out because they will tell me how I should conduct myself, how I should look. Oh, you should do X. You shouldn't eat this, that, and the third. You should push away from the table. Because you know your hips already wide. 
You fat too. What are you talking about? If these things work so well, how come we are both fat in this room at this table? So I said all that to say, I'm not a fan of unsolicited advice, opinions. If you don't like what I am doing and you can't find a tactful way to pull me to the side to talk to me about something, then you have nothing to say because your opinions don't should not play a role in how I live my life. It's done already. I'm wearing the dress. I got the tattoo. I'm eating the cake. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I'm done. That's Leave my me room. alone. Living my best life. Right. I ain't going back and forth with you. You know? Oh, anyway, man. I had to get that off my chest. Sorry. I visualize, <laughs> I visualize that whole thing too. Just like a mess. <laughs> I am still tattooless. Can you believe it? Get one. Well, no, that's every time every time I think of something that I want to get done, um, I Google it and I look at images and it exists a million times. And Mm. it's like, oh yeah. I mean, is there even anything original anymore? Not really, Mm -hmm. unless you know you get your kid's face tattooed on you. That's about the only original thing left to do. Well, you know, the um, one on my back that everyone criticized me about is just a combination of a bunch of different tattoos that I put together. So it's like three different pieces put together. People can so. go, you know, suck a tailpipe, okay? Yeah. Just, I, While I mean, the car is in motion. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know where some people get off on there. Some people I really think believe they're being helpful mm-hmm. so let me tell you there's times when it's not advice I don't know what do you call it because I think it's it's certain things you are just trying to make people more aware of what's going on if you are eating a salad and you push away from the from the dinner table and you go about your day and you're walking around with uh salad in your teeth when I see you I don't care if I don't know you from Eve I'm probably going to tell you you have a piece of lettuce in your teeth I don't believe that should really be classified as unsolicited advice because I have yet to meet someone who is okay with walking around with lettuce in their teeth or anything in their teeth I have told people you have lipstick on your teeth I've told women nobody wants to be walking around like that at least in my opinion, you know, and I, so this is me playing devil's advocate sometimes, like I like to do, I can understand how some people would think, like, to me, that's low level unsolicited advice. If I'm telling you, hey, you got lettuce in your teeth. Hey, you got like a big piece of lint in your hair. Let me get that out for you. I I consider that me being helpful. But some people take that to the max to like the highest offenses like your like your mom and your aunt where they are just completely just cutting you off from the rest of your future because you got tattoos on your back you know like this you have completely ruined the rest of your life young 30 something you're done you're done were you even 30 i was 25 26 oh my god and you were done. They counted you out for the rest of your life. The rest of my life just shot the hell. Mind you, <laughs> the same company I worked for then, I work for now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Same man that drove me to South Carolina is downstairs cooking chicken <laughs> for the same kids that were with me. Plus one. Plus one. <laughs> Plus one. I mean, he obviously liked the tattoos. Like <laughs> there was um this is once again my low level offenses with giving unsolicited advice. I worked in um just I'll just call it a retail store that sold all kinds of random crap, right? And this older woman had gone to the public bathroom and she came out and she had to cross a big wide hallway area where people are milling about and just 
there's a lot of traffic. Let's just say that there's a lot of traffic, right? So she comes out of the bathroom and she starts looking at a display of pocketbooks, something. I don't know. She's looking, looking, looking. And I'm looking around the store, just making sure everybody's good. Nobody needs help. And I see this tail hanging off this lady. Mm. And I said, what the hell? I know that's not. Oh, no. This lady had a tail of tissue hanging out the back of her pants. I don't know how you don't know that you got tissue stuck in your butt. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure how she didn't feel it, how she didn't know it, but you know what? That's irrelevant to the story. I very kindly went over to her and I'm just like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? And she was very nice, a very nice, open, friendly face. And I kind of moved her, maneuvered her over to a corner. And I told her, because I wasn't pulling that out for her. Mm-hmm. I said, um, you have tissue hanging out the back of your pants. And she looked so embarrassed. And I said, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. She said, oh, my God, thank you so much. That's the type of unsolicited advice I need to get, okay? That is the only unsolicited advice that I need from you. The only advice that I really value is if I'm asking you for it. If I'm working out an issue or something with you or I literally point blank ask you can you help me with this what would you do what do you think about this situation otherwise leave me alone you don't know me well enough to know like how I should handle a situation really so I think a lot of times people insert their opinions and stuff because in their minds they think that they're saving you from embarrassment but really they're embarrassed by you if that makes sense Yes, it does. You're right too. Where it's like, oh, I would, I would never do anything like that, and she shouldn't either. Right. Meanwhile, I forgot I had tattoos until I said this story <laughs> <laughs> because they don't show as often. But everybody it's, it's I not... know has tattoos except for me. It's really weird. Like, why did I never get a tattoo? Probably because I can be cheap too. A tattoo costs how much? No thanks. <laughs> you know, I got mine at um at a few tattoo parties. Same artist, but anytime she was gonna have a tattoo party, I went. So none of my tattoos per session cost me over fifty bucks. Wow! Compared to going to the shop, if I had went to her shop, I would have had to pay so much more. Dang. I know my mom and my sis, they go kind of neck and neck for tattoos. I think, I feel like my sister gets sneaky ones though. And nobody knows mm. about it until she's on vacation taking swimsuit pics. I'm like, when the hell did she get that? <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, all right. So, I mean, that's our opinion about unsolicited advice. And this one is another one that also will segue into our next topic, which is body shaming. Yay! Yay. (laughs) You sound so enthused. Because I have a story for that um, one, too. (laughs) Like, I mean, what? It's just, again, with unsolicited advice, it goes hand in hand with stuff like body shaming. And I have a story about, I have multiple stories because I'm bigger. I'm a chunk of lunk. I'll, I'll claim that. Okay. <laughs> so when you're bigger, you know, people really do feel entitled to tell you about how big you are. Um, but anyway, I want to hear your story first. Get me worked up. So I, I, I don't like the word chunk along. I mean, you, you <laughs> call yourself what you want. I prefer this phrase, fluffy. Fluff. I'm fluffy. I'm fluffy. I've, I've been fluffy since, shit, when did I start getting fat? Around six, <laughs> seven years old? You know, you, you, find, you, you eat breakfast at home and find out they still give you breakfast at school. You don't eat again, right? <laughs> now, now, bitch, big, right? <laughs> obesity, teenage obesity, adult obesity. 
and I'm cool with it. Like, I may have my times where I'm like, oh man, I wish I could fit into X, Y, and Z. But I have watched my weight go up and down my whole adult life. So, story time. (sighs) So, I had my first son at 20. No shame in that. Love my baby. That's Mm -hmm. the almost 16-year-old who I see three times a day when it's time to eat. Right? Love my baby. (laughs) (laughs) So, again, South Carolina. South Carolina seems to be the state that brings me to a bad fucking place, right? <laughs> Just gonna say that. Because a lot of my stories are gonna be in South damn Carolina. I'm not even from there. Family is, but whatever. That's because they anyway. ass backwards down there. Especially Girl, in the parts you... They got dirt roads, son. Dirt roads. Dirt fucking roads. Ditches. Hardly any street lights. Like, legit, the best time to go is Christmas time because People's Christmas lights will light your way. <laughs> you go any other time of year and you drive at night, you will die. Simple as that. Like, there's no stop lights, no, like, there's a stop sign, a speed limit sign, which I think the speed limit there might be like 25, 30, because it's, you know, a very rural area. Mm-hmm. But people be flying. Anywho, besides the cops. Point, no, no. By the time the cops get there, the crime is over. <laughs> <laughs> People have died. <laughs> People have made up. The shit's over. No cops. So, anywho, get to go into another family reunion. Family reunions are the worst times for me. I shall, I'm not going to start reuniting with my family, but family reunions is when I feel my feels. So this is my first family reunion I'm going to after becoming a parent. My son is one month old, going to South Carolina, go to grandma's house. I walk in with the husband who is the boyfriend at the time and my one month old son. Walk in the house, happy to see everyone. See my parents for the first time in a little while. Um, Well, actually like in a few weeks because my mom can see me after I had them. But anywho, see my parents for the first time in a while aunties, uncles, grandmother. I'm excited, right? Because I'm introducing them to my son and to the father of my child. Walk in the house, put the baby down. The moment I put him down, my grandma said, you fat as hell, ain't you? (laughs) I'm looking around because I'm like, I know she's not talking to me. I know you're not talking to me, grandma. I said, excuse me? Now, mind you, I'm a northerner. So I've never been up on this southern hospitality stuff. I don't. I didn't say the yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, none of that shit. I'm like, excuse me, so you're fat as hell, ain't you? Oh, God, my you, God. yo, why? You big as a house. Oh my you God, fat, Stephanie. <laughs> look down at this baby that I just brought into my grandmother's house, and I said, well, you do know I just gave birth to a child last month, right, Grandma? She's like, but damn, you're big as shit. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Baby for the first time. Just met my Mia for the first time. And the first thing my Mia hears, my grandmother say to me is how fat I am. Like, I didn't know that I had gained 100 damn pounds during this pregnancy because no one told me that I was not really eating for two. (laughs) And I was eating everything while I was pregnant. I was big. But you ain't had to say that shit, Grandma. Shoot. When I tell you, that junk hurt my feelings. So, excuse me. A month after having my child, my hormones are still out of whack. Mm -hmm. My grandmother and I have gone head to head plenty of times from the time I could talk. Right? But this time she got me. This junk had me in my feels. When I tell you, I cried. Um, I was like, Grandma, you ain't had to say this to me. Grandma, I just had a baby. I have bigger than normal. And it just broke my heart because I'm like, damn, we don't always see eye to eye. My grandma and I have a weird relationship. 
but you didn't have to say, say in front of everyone in the room as loud as possible that I am big as a house. I'm fat as shit. Damn, Grandma. Meanwhile, you're fat too. Mm. You had five kids. I don't know what you used to look like prior to producing five kids, but I see the snatchback has not happened to you. <laughs> but that's disrespectful, and I'm emotional. But that shit hurt my heart. Like, damn, not only did you, did, not only are you saying this to me, but you don't care that everyone who is who was once excited to see me is now like, ooh, damn. No one stood up for me. No one said nothing. I left. I picked that's, my baby up, got in the car, and I left. Because she hurt my, my feelings. That's so mean like I've been cracking up but just because of the way you're reenacting it but that is so mean and so unnecessary like you I just feel like leave people alone I'm not even gonna act like I'm a saint I'm not a saint when I you know I have done some I have said some shady shit in my life I have done some shady shit in my life um and you have been there to witness some of it like when I met the, I mean I was a dumb teenager with no filter and remember when I met was he your first boyfriend remember oh I know who you're talking about uh, this is first serious one first serious boyfriend and he and we were like waiting to catch the bus or something to go home and he came off the bus and you said, oh, that's my boyfriend. And the first thing out of my mouth, and this is ignorant as hell, I claim it, was black because he was dark skinned. And he was like very dark chocolate, dark skin. And I was just, I said, black like a real asshole, right? Like he could help the color of his skin. Like the color of his skin was a problem. Like I like this up for you. Like like the color of his skin had any bearing on my life whatsoever, right? So that's just how I feel you especially the fact that you had just had a baby and you had a c-section you swollen as hell in addition to the fact that you know you did gain weight people should just be more sensitive to that but then you get people who feel like they are entitled to say what they want to say again this goes back to unsolicited advice i don't know how many times i've seen on Facebook mostly, different internet forums where people feel like, why is it you can't tell fat people that they are fat? Why is it that you can't tell them that their choices are going to eventually kill them without being accused of being a body shamer or whatever? Now, listen, people do all kinds of shit in their own lives. There's certain things that people can't hide about what they do. If you overeat, if you have a hormonal problem that causes you to gain weight, if you're on medication that causes you to gain weight or whatever, you can't hide that. It's all encompassing in fat. People who see you and see your face is very swollen don't know that you're retaining all this water weight and that's why you're big. People don't know that you just had a baby looking from you and that automatically is going to mean weight gain in addition to the fact that you were eating more than you should have been eating, but it will melt off within the next year. Nobody knows that looking at you is all encompassing in fat. And when people think you are fat, they think, you have no self-control, you don't care how you look, you don't care that you're sloppy or whatever, you are disgusting. Because there's a lot of people that feel like being fat is disgusting. Um, Those are like the blatant ignorant people. And then there's the people with the fake 
medical concern. Oh, don't you know that being fat causes high cholesterol and high blood pressure and you're more likely to get diabetes and all this other stuff. It's like, okay, Dr. Facebook. Thank you, Dr. (laughs) Facebook. You know, and then there's the people that say, don't you know you'll be a burden on the healthcare system, blah, blah, blah. Listen, everybody has something. There's stuff that you can't hide, like being fat. You can't hide being black. You can't, you just can't hide. You can't hide the fact that you're pigeon-toed. Sorry I called you out. It's, it's not a judgment. It just is. It's stuff you look at people and this is what you see. But what nobody sees about you, the person who's judging, is that you're a crackhead, okay? Mm. Or you like a little bump of the old uh, hair on every once in a while, okay? Nobody you like booger sugar. You <laughs> like booger sugar, okay? <laughs> nobody can tell that from looking at you. Or nobody can tell that you um, like to you like to raw dog it with all the women that you meet and you've been going around spreading STIs. Nobody can look at you and tell that you are a burden on the healthcare system. Nobody can tell that you smoke 10 packs a day. That's an exaggeration. I hope nobody's actually smoking 10 packs of cigarettes a day. Plus that's very expensive. I'd like to know what job you have, but (laughs) you know, I'm just saying nobody can tell from looking at you that you're a crazy smoker and, and just the, the stuff like that and it's like everybody's a burden on the healthcare system okay like everybody has something that's why we have health insurance health insurance is not for the healthy it's for the sick okay the healthy people pay into health insurance so that the sick people can get treated when they're sick that's what it is that's how it works um and being fat doesn't automatically mean being sick. So, sorry, I know, like, I'm dragging this out. I don't even know what my point is. I think my point is that people should just mind their business. and Mind your business. Mind your business. I don't care if you're 600 pounds and you're sitting on the bus devouring a, su- a foot-long Subway sandwich, which I have seen before. Um, I don't care. It's not my business enjoy it i don't know if you didn't eat all day and this is your treat i don't know your life but i i I know what i can see and i also know that i need to mind my business because i don't know your life um right you don't know what people are going through as you as you sit there and judge them like it's you can judge people in your head right you can wonder oh man you know i I wonder how how she getting me. You know, like people on my six hundred pound life just thinking of that for what you say. They always got somebody, right? (laughs) They always got somebody. But people are always like, you know, I wonder this, I wonder that. You can wonder stuff in your head. You could have said, "Damn, Stephanie's big as a house" in your head, Mm -hmm. but you don't know what I'm going through when you say this shit out loud. Like my grandma had no idea at that point. That was also struggling with postpartum depression. Depression, you know what I mean? That just like I had, right? I had just been in a whole new state for just under a year at that point. I'm by myself. All I have is my my boyfriend and now my baby. I don't have a support system around me. I don't know what I'm feeling, what I'm going through. I know it's not right though, and my grandma knows. I ain't no punk. So for me to just cry over her saying that. And she's been calling me fat forever. Like, I don't, I didn't give her a chance to react, but like, damn, you don't know what I'm going through. So why would you say something? You know what I mean? Like, it, it oh man, it's something about older women always want to say some shit. Oh, she got on that little short ass shirt, that short ass dress, and all this stuff. Like, my mom, you need to wear shirts that cover your butt. Why am I hiding myself? Why are you teaching me to be ashamed of how I look? Right. As opposed to, you know, just better advice about dressing for how you look versus you just need to cover it all up. Leave it up to her. I would, right. You know, luckily we grew up when baggy clothes were in. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't a big deal for me to wear baggy clothes. But as I started to be comfortable with myself and accept 
how I how I look, how I'm shaped, and all this stuff. I started buying stuff in my own size. Oh, you need a longer shirt, Stephanie. You got to cover your butt. Who the fuck am I being modest for? Right. For you? Like, it goes back to, are you embarrassed of how I look? Like, I know, I, I understand the, the hips and ass thing. I get it. I'm curvy. I'm not ashamed of how I look. Now, if I bought a, a medium-sized shirt and I know I got an extra-large body, I if you pull me aside and talk to me about how, you know, my midriff is showing or my clothes are ill-fitting and didn't say it in a way to embarrass me, I might be able to accept that more than you just saying, God damn, you couldn't find no longer shirt. Right. You know what I mean? I think it's really people's approach and how they say it. You know, your your unsolicited opinion or your your feeling of how someone's body looks might be more accepted if you were more respectful in how you presented this information to them or or told them how you felt. You know, I would feel like I might be able to trust you more if you pulled me aside instead of feeling like your whole reason for saying this was just to put me on the spot and to embarrass me. Right. And I do believe that too many people don't have good intentions when they point these things out. You know, it is to try to embarrass somebody. Like you, especially when it's a stranger, you don't know people. You don't know how they're going to react. I I feel like it's worse when it's a strange well maybe it's not worse when it's a stranger because if it's a stranger you can almost brush it off i mean i w- when i say i was minding my business i was minding my business one day when i was i don't know very young and i was waiting at a bus stop for a bus to go home after work and this is like the downtown area and this guy on a bike comes riding by and it's nighttime and I'm the only one at the bus stop um and this guy on a bike comes riding by and he just yells out as he rides by and fuck you too you fat bitch (laughs) what did I do (laughs) what did I do (laughs) like I didn't do anything to him and I actually remember laughing because I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, oh, this is just another in the series of crazy stuff that happens in this area at nighttime. But you know what? It's like even the crazy people got something to say. Even the crazy people doing random ride-bys have something to say. And it's like, that's the kind of stuff I can brush off. But the kind of stuff that you can't brush off, I guess, is when people know you, when people are close to you as friends or family, and they say stuff like that to hurt you. Like, I used to, my sister, Mm -hmm. we used to call her skinny. We used to call her skinny, 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 because she was slim, and she looked like she was going to be tall when she was younger. I mean, this girl had legs for days, arms for days. She was like a string being, right? Um, I don't know if us calling her skinny affected. I don't think it bothered her. We should have her on one day to talk about it, but you know now when she gets over a certain size or she gets to a certain weight she starts thinking oh I gotta I really gotta go on a diet because I'm getting fat and I look at her and I'm like fat fat where I'm fat I'm fat you're not fat like in comparison to your 13 year old string bean body okay you were slim that was fine. You were growing. Your metabolism was out of control. You're a different person now. You're like grown now. This is your average at most. But you know what? We never know what the toll of that kind of stuff takes. It's a good thing that she said mm-hmm. that to you when you were an adult and not a child. Not not younger. Oh, well, when I was a child, I, my clap back was on the <laughs> I told you, we had a very choppy relationship so she called me fat as a kid I reminded her that she was a fat (laughs) 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 
because I because because too is you know I mimic what I'm seeing. You know I'm a, I'm an only child, so I'm always the the kid that's in the adult relationship because I'm really attached to my mom, and I'm listening to these adult conversations, and no one's telling me to go away because I look like I'm just playing, but I'm paying attention. You know what I'm saying? So then when you tell me. No, you can't have no no candy. You can't have no soda because you're fat. Well, you fat too, and you got one. Why can't have one? <laughs> so I thought that you know she would leave me alone. You know, common sense says Stephanie's going to clap back. I should shut the hell up. Right, right. No, but I I like what you said too about your sister because it's bigger than just being you know, a, a heavier set person, you know, even you, you run the risk of making people feel bad for being skinny too. It's like, it's almost like you're, you're you have people seeking perfection that doesn't exist. Yes. Yeah. Right. There, there's a reason why clothes come in all different sizes because people come in all different sizes. There's no perfect size six body for every person like we're not all going to get there right you know and and that's why you know my weight has gone up and down up and down there's all kinds of different things going on you know what i mean and i'm i'm fine i'm healthy i'm just overweight right you know what i'm saying could i lose a few pounds yes but i like sandwiches <laughs> okay i enjoy sour wine. bread is amazing but I like salads too Bread is fucking awesome. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's so yummy. Throw some garlic butter on it. Mm-hmm, bitch. <laughs> I'm happy. But you know, I have my healthy meals too. But I'm I don't feel like it's fair to talk to talk down to people about how they look to the point where you know you're becoming you you might develop an eating disorder whether you know it or not, and you get unhealthy habits because you're trying to to now seek approval from the people who put you down. Like, that shit is lame. Right. And uh, I'll tell you one thing. The last time I, my grandmother has said it, said it again, said it again, and I, I have now ignored her because my kids are paying attention. Oh, right. I don't want them to talk to their grandmother the way I talk to mine. I don't know, no, I don't know why no one corrected me. That's somebody else's mistake. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> I'll just picture no like a no pint, pint size Steph going head to head with your grandmother. Oh my goodness. I've had this smart mouth for a long time. <laughs> Grandma says something, firing back on you immediately. Pow, 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 pow. You know what I'm saying? Verbal assassin. Anywho, it's not fair though to potentially have a mental impact on people because you want to talk shit about how they look. Like, is it, are you embarrassed? Are you jealous? Whatever the case may be. Like, you, I don't feel like people have a real concern. However, because what's the point in, in cutting on a skinny person? Like, oh, you so skinny. You so skinny. You can use a sandwich. Right. Like, the bitch ain't about to die from, from looking the way she looks. Some people just people don't just keep a lot of body fat on them. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I, kudos to you. I wish I had your metabolism. Right. Like, I'll just say, Maybe one more thing, and then I guess we can wrap it up. Thanks for hanging in there with us, guys. Um, We're going a little long, but this may resonate with you people. Yeah, I hope so. Everybody, Like I said earlier, everybody has something. You should really try to watch what you say. You can consider yourself real or unfiltered as much as you like, but just understand, like, you should also have some kind of empathy for other people empathy is a real thing i'm not going to point out to you to a grown man that you are balding you know you're balding i'm not going to point out to somebody who is severely overweight that they are overweight they are 100 aware that they are overweight trust me i have yet to meet a fat person that didn't know they were fat okay i'm not gonna point out to somebody that they are very very slim and at least not now not now in my life i'm not gonna point that out okay they know that they're slim they trust me slim people have issues too they have they can't find pants that fit too believe it or not it's hard to get a size zero that looks right on all the out of all these different, you know, Chinese sizings. The zeros 
One fits like a size four, one fits like a double zero. They have these issues too. Everybody has a thing. Everybody has a thing. Even if you don't have a thing, you probably do. And if it's not something physical, your personality might be shitty. Okay, because if you think it's okay to just unfiltered say what's on the tip of your tongue about how somebody looks then you're a shitty person and that's all I have to say about that so one last thing I really really hope going back to the first topic I want Lil Boosie to hear our unsolicited opinion okay or advice whatever he did ask ask people what they thought didn't he And so I guess you asked, (laughs) you you sent for us and here we come. But all in all, I think your, your unsolicited advice or unwanted opinions have a time and a place. It's fine to give your opinion in a situation that may save someone's life, that may help them come out of an abusive um, situation versus you just tearing somebody down. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's a time and a place for you to speak up when it can be helpful and when it can be harmful. I think that's the most important thing that people need to understand the difference of before you open your mouth. Because if you're just going to say some foul stuff, don't talk to me. But if it's something that could save someone's life, speak up. All right. That's a fair point. That's all I got. I think that is a fair point. I think that's a great way to end it. So... Once again, guys, this has been a thousand miles apart. We thank you so much for sticking with us. Um, Please visit our different uh, pages. We have our anchor page. Just follow the link. We also have our Facebook page, 1,000 miles apart, 1,000, the number, 1,000 miles apart, okay? Thanks for sticking with us again. This is Takara. Have a great one. And I'm Stephanie.